Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, hello, friends. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life, and welcome to our time of prayer and scripture study. We are going to uh, include all of you in our prayers and intercessions, so feel free to leave your comments in the, uh, your comments in the uh, platforms that you're watching us on and tell us your prayer intentions so that we can all pray for each other more specifically. Let's turn to the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we do indeed lift up to you all our brothers and sisters throughout the body of Christ and throughout the world. And especially those who are joining us now for this time of prayer and exhortation. Your word tells us that we are to encourage one another while it is still today and that we are not to neglect coming together. So we do come together in your name to receive encouragement from you and to encourage one another, to repent of our sins and to encourage each other to stay on the road of repentance and to build each other up in advancing the culture of life, protecting the unborn, and ending the scourge of abortion. Bless us today and every day, through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, the Gospel of Matthew, in chapter 9. While Jesus was speaking, an official came forward, knelt down before him, and said, My daughter has just died, but come. Lay your hand on her, and she will live. Jesus rose and followed him, and so did his disciples. A woman suffering hemorrhages for twelve years came up behind him and touched the tassel on his cloak. She said to herself, If only I can touch his cloak, I shall be cured. Jesus turned around and saw her and said, Courage, daughter, your faith has saved you. And from that hour, the woman was cured. When Jesus arrived at the official's house and saw the flute players and the crowd who were making a commotion, he said, Go away. The girl is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him. When the crowd was put out, he came and took her by the hand, and the little girl arose. And news of this spread throughout all that land. You know, brothers and sisters, there is a defiance. You might say a holy arrogance in the pro-life position because it's rooted not simply in the declaration that abortion is wrong. It's rooted in in an act of triumph over death. It's rooted in a conviction that the human story is not birth, life, and death, but rather life, death, and resurrection. It is strengthened by knowing that there is one who conquers death, whose name is Jesus. The official of the synagogue that other accounts of this same event tell us was named Jairus. This raising of Jairus' daughter is based on Jairus' faith because he knows there is a Jesus who can raise the dead. He knows that because of Jesus, death is not final. Doesn't this declaration of his, my daughter has just died, but 
Come lay your hand on her and she will live. Remind you of the declaration of Martha, the sister of Lazarus, whom we read in John chapter 9 when she came to Jesus. She said, let's see, uh, go here to John chapter 9. She said to him, uh, even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Even now. It corresponds to the, what I believe is the most important word in this passage we just read, the word but. Lazarus had died. Martha says, even now, Jesus, you can raise him. Jairus says, my daughter has died. But then he looks at Jesus and he says, but. That's the word of defiance against the finality of death. But, but, you can raise her Why? Because in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God made everything out of nothing. If someone already exists, well, then it's a much easier thing to simply keep them in existence. God created everything out of nothing. That contains in itself the resurrection of the dead. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and all things came to be through Him. St. Paul to the Colossians says, He is the beginning, the firstborn of the dead, so that all things may have primacy in Him. Brothers and sisters, He, Christ Jesus, is the Alpha and the Omega. I hold the keys of death, He said. The same Jesus is with us. It's not the daughter of Jairus. It's not Lazarus. It's the unborn. And not just those who have died, who yet will experience resurrection. But if we can look at Jesus and say, this person has already died, but I believe in the victory of life over death, then we can look at those threatened with death. We can look at the power of the abortion industry. We can look at how deeply rooted it is in in laws and policies and court decisions, although we are shaking it loose, aren't we? And we can say, well, of course we can have victory over this. People see the the fanatical, bloodthirsty, death-obsessed, radical left in this country and around the world who just want to keep pushing for more and more abortion. And we can say, ah, but we, how do we overcome these people? Well, brothers and sisters, it's the but. It's the even now. It's the defiance in the face of the power of death. Why? Because Jesus Christ, as Paul told Timothy, has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through His gospel. You who are involved in the pro-life movement, along with me and so many others, let this but, this even now, this refusal to see death as final, permeate your thoughts and feelings and decisions and plans and convictions. Let it strengthen your pro-life work. Because we have a victory here. Death is not final. Death is not more powerful than life. 
abortion is not more powerful than our efforts to stop it. Let us pray. Father, we ask your blessing upon the entire movement for life, the entire effort of your people in so many different spheres to counteract violence and all the forces that would degrade humanity. Bless the efforts of your church and of these movements. Strengthen and unite pro-life groups and pro-life initiatives. Bless all that we do to stand up in the face of death, looking into the face of Jesus and saying, even now, Lord, I believe in the victory of life. And we pray as Jesus taught us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray to our Heavenly Mother. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thanks, friends, for joining me. Let others know about our broadcasts, and uh, let's grow our online audience even more. And please support our work and urge others to support it, ProLifeGift.org. Remember, we rely only on people like you to continue this life-saving work. Be courageous and loud for the unborn. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. For Catholic pro-life people throughout the world, Our Lady of Guadalupe is honored as the patroness of the unborn and of the pro-life movement. She experienced an unplanned pregnancy. She chose life. This October 2nd to 8th, you have an opportunity to go to the location where Our Lady appeared to St. Juan Diego. You'll be able to see the actual tilma of Juan Diego on which Our Lady left her miraculous image, and thanks to which the practice of human sacrifice was ended among the Aztecs and millions came to Christ. Priest for Life Executive Director Janet Morana and Pastoral Associate Father David Begany will be among the presenters, as will Deacon Harold Burke Seavers. The pilgrimage will take you to astonishingly beautiful churches and special places like Puebla. Aside from the spiritual refreshment and peace a trip like this brings amidst the insanity of this culture of death, the biggest benefit of joining this pilgrimage is that you'll be with like-minded people from morning to night. This will reinforce your already strong commitment to Christ and to the unborn and forge relationships that will last a lifetime. Sign up at ProLifePilgrimage.com. We hope you'll join us. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.